Hey everyone, and welcome back to an all new, brand new episode of Unknown Serial Killers. First off, Happy New Year's. Thank you for entering a brand new year with me and to continue joining me as always. Now, what better way to start a new year other than some more serial killers, right? Of course, that's the best idea ever. I was going to do a New Year's Eve special, but I thought against it. I might still do it, but we'll have to see. You have to stay tuned. As always, viewers' discretion is advised because we are talking about murder, violence, and possible drug use. Of course, we're always talking about murder and violence because that's why we're here. If you missed any of the episodes in any of the seasons, please go check them out right now because you do not want to miss any of them because if you miss them, then you're going to have to catch up and we're going to be here forever. Let's just get things started and we're going to talk about Daryl Keith Rich. Rich was born on February 14th, 1955 in California. Oh, he was born on Valentine's Day, February 14th. He was adopted into a family where his mother was domineering. She looked after other children as a job, which caused Rich to resent her. He performed poorly in grammar school and was held back a grade. As such, he was referred to the school psychologist who was concerned that Rich could have become violent in the future However, he received no treatment. At age 15, he showed suicidal behavior after his parents' divorce. Rich then began living with his mother in Southern California, but later returned to Northern California to live with his father. He was suspended from school for fighting. At age 17, Rich went hunting after a fight with his girlfriend and shot himself in the chest, attempting suicide. He also shot over a police car in an attempt of suicide by cop. A psychiatric evaluation determined Rich was suicidal and needed immediate treatment. However, he rejected offers for therapy. In the following years, Rich continued to get in trouble and was arrested for DUI and road rage. He also attacked another person with a tire iron. So, right off the bat, you just just get right into it. Just violence all through high school and everything. Maybe because... He resented his mom for taking on other kids, but that's how she gets her money, I guess. On June 13, 1978, Rich abducted a 25-year-old woman as she walked across a bridge in Redding, California. He took her down a hill and tried to force oral sex on her. When she refused, he hit her repeatedly in the head and fractured her skull. He left her for dead, but she was found alive 12 hours later. On June 19th, Rich abducted a 21-year-old woman, forced her into his car, and drove her into an isolated area where he raped her. The woman convinced Rich to spare her life, which she told him she had an infant child. He let her go and later bragged to friends about how easy it was to attack women. He proceeded to kidnap and rape a 14-year-old girl on June 25th, letting her go afterwards. So these people here he the first couple of people he's not killing them and I wonder why he showed them mercy but I'm pretty sure he won't after a while on July 4th Rich attacked two women on the same day in separate incidents the first was a 19 year old woman who he raped and then let go the second was 19 year old Annette Faye Edwards who was walking home from a firework display celebrating Independence Day when Rich abducted her he raped and then killed her by crushing her skull. Her body was found down in an embankment three days later, approximately two miles from her apartment. 
An autopsy revealed severe injuries to her head. The cause of death was determined as skull fracture inflicted by blunt force. So she was the only one that he killed so far. And that's a little strange because, you know, serial killers, they don't have mercy on anyone. They don't really let people go. So we're going to keep reading and let's see what happens. Rich abducted a 15-year-old girl in Reading, riding her bicycle two weeks later. He then raped her and let her go. His second murder was carried out on August 2nd when he abducted 17-year-old girl Patricia Ann Moore. He raped her and then killed her by crushing her head and strangling her. A body was found two weeks later at a dump. An autopsy revealed severe injuries to her head and several of her teeth had been broken. The cause of death was determined as head wounds caused by blunt force trauma. His third murder victim was 27-year-old Linda Diane Salvik, a mother. Well, she was a mother. She had kids. On August 6th, Rich abducted Salvik from a bar and took her to the same dump where he had left Moore's body. After showing Salvik the body, he raped her and then killed her by shooting her with a 22 caliber pistol as she begged for her life. Rich later boasted to his friends that her last words were, quote, don't do it, don't do it, end quote. Savick's nude body was found at the same dump approximately 20 feet from Moore's body. She had been shot twice with one bullet hitting her in the neck and the second hitting her in the mouth, which had severed, severed the spinal column, causing instant death. His fourth and final victim was 11-year-old Annette Lynn Selix, whose family was known to Rich. On August 13th, he abducted her as she walked to a market to buy groceries. He raped her, forced her to perform oral sex, and then drove her to a bridge where he threw her off. Her body was found underneath the bridge in Shasta County, and autopsy revealed that she was still alive when she was thrown from the bridge. Following the murder of Selix, an investigation was launched by Shasta County officers who interviewed Rich. At the time, he was not considered a suspect and was only interviewed because he had previously worked for Selleck's mother. A detective interviewed Rich the following day after he had agreed to submit a polygraph test. New information then came about that Rich had shown a friend a body at the same dump where Moore and Selleck had been found. A detective continued investigating Rich, then concluded he was lying when he denied involvement in the murders. He also failed the polygraph test. Rich spoke to his friends and admitted involvement in one or several of the murders. Some of his friends then spoke to the police and revealed that Rich had told them. A murder weapon was found at Rich's mother's house, and Rich eventually confessed to the murder of Salix during a tape interview. He later confessed to all of his crimes. Rich was convicted of three counts of first-degree murder with special circumstances and one count of second-degree murder, as well as numerous other non-capital charges. He was sentenced to death for two of the four murders on January 23, 1981. Rich was briefly married to a woman named Loretta Summers. Two married, the two married in January 1981. After Rich was found guilty of the murder, Summers cried out. Their marriage was annulled in August of that year. Ninth U.S. District Court of Appeals Judge Michael Dale Hawkins, who reviewed Rich's appeal against his death sentence, summarized his crimes. Quote, the investigation of the crimes lead, leading to Rich's arrest and trial produced substantial public notice in the community where these crimes occurred, and understandably so. To even the most hardened eyes, the crimes were almost unimaginable brutal. 
savage attacks on defenseless young women, all sexually ravaged. Five were also murdered, two bludgeoned to death, a third shot in the face, and a fourth, an 11-year-old girl, thrown off a 100-foot bridge to her death. Five other women, ranging in from 14 to 25, managed to survive. Four hesitantly identified Rich as their attacker, end quote. So, so is it altogether five and was it 10 around there? Five was murdered. And, yep, it was, it was 10 altogether, but they only count five because they were the ones that were murdered. The victim's family were adamantly opposed to any recommendations for clemency for Rich. Celix's aunt said her sister had been haunted by the fact that in her daughter's last moments, her final instinct was to curl in a fetal position and that she was constantly relived that moment in her head. Surviving victims of Rich also opposed clemency. One woman said, he has taken my ability to live in peace. Patricia's brother, Burton Adams, said he had only recently learned about the details of his sister's rape and murder and that Rich was getting off easy with a quick death. He spoke at Rich Clemency hearing and said, I think we should take him to the dump and use a rock or maybe a gun. No, a gun's too lenient. What he remembered, what he remembers is raping her and killing her. I want you to take that away from him, end quote. Annette's stepfather, David Tidwell, said, Quote, we're wasting time. Just kill him. He better pray there's not a life after death. If there is, he better hide. End quote. Sheesh. Even in death, they still want to attack him and kill him twice. His crime is, is ridiculous, so I can understand why. On March 15, 2000, at 12.06 a.m., Rich was executed via lethal injection in the execution chambers at San Quentin State Prison. He is pronounced dead at 12.13 a.m. He is one of three people executed in the United States on that specific day. The other was Patrick Poland in Arizona and Timothy Gribble in Texas. Rich declined the last meal and instead only drank tea, broth, and Gatorade. His final hours were spent with his spiritual advisors and his attorney. His final statement was just the word, quote, peace, end quote. Before his execution, Rich, who said he had reformed after discovering his Native American heritage, asked to be allowed to participate in a sweat lodge ceremony, saying it was necessary to purify his spirit. Because the ceremony was supposed to require several hours and involved the use of a rake, hot rocks, and a shovel, the request was denied on the grounds of being a security risk. Yeah, because if he would have did that, he would have probably dug himself to freedom. So, yeah, no, I'm glad they said that. Um, So that is the story of Daryl Keith Rich. And his charges were first-degree murder with special circumstances, three counts, second-degree murder, kidnapping, three counts, rape, three counts, oral, oral by force, four counts, attempted oral, sodomy, assault with intent to commit rape, assault with a deadly weapon. There you have it. Thank you for joining me and listening to the story of Daryl Keith Rich once again. Please come back as we uncover more serial killers because I definitely have so many more for you to listen to. Like I tell you friends, like I tell you guys all the time, please be nice to people because you never know who they killed. See you guys next week.